Dear Internet, welcome to this day's episode of Deploy Friday. It's Deploy Friday because we believe Friday is the best day to deploy the code you've been working on. Nothing can go wrong if you've got your DevOps story right. So today's a great episode. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation. We have esteemed guests from a company uh, based both in India and in the United States called Srijan. We're going to be talking about a Drupal distribution called Easy Content that Srijan has built. And we're going to be talking not only about the system and the benefits that it brings to marketers through artificial intelligence, machine learning, and a decoupled architecture, but we're also going to be talking about the partnership between Platform SH and Srijan to bring this system to market in a very sensible hosting environment where you've got a good DevOps story and you can feel good about deploying on Friday. So without any further introduction about the topic, let me introduce my guests. We have uh, Kamal Kaur, Vinay KG, and Ishan Mahajan uh, from Srijan. And I'm going to ask each of you to briefly introduce yourselves as well so we know who you are and what your involvement is with Srijan and easy content is. So Kamal, would you, would you start for us? Sure. Thanks, Robert. So, hi. Hi, guys. Uh, I am Kamil Preed, and I have been working with Srijan Technologies, working on the easy content since last year. Uh, pretty exciting features to get on, and I am working from uh, Toronto, Canada. So, over to you, Ishan. Thanks, Kamal. Thanks, Robert, for having all of us here today. Really excited for this conversation. I'm joining from New Jersey today. I've been with Srijan for over 12 years now and currently working as the director consulting and have been closely involved in uh, building the easy content uh, with a fantastic team here at Srijan. Vinay? Hey, thanks, Ishan. And thanks, Robert, for the uh, session. Uh, I, I'm based out of Bangalore. I'm joining from here in India. And uh, I have been associated with Srijan for... Uh, six months here and my role would largely be to build and scale marketing as a function yeah that's a quick Fantastic. intro yeah. yeah that's a great intro so i think that for anybody listening the first and foremost question that anybody usually has is what does this thing do uh maybe kamal would you like to give us a tour of the capabilities of easy content and tell us just what purpose it serves? What uh, can it do and what business problem it does it address? You're on mute. Yeah, sorry. So easy content is a fully featured open source Drupal distribution, which Shrujan is working on. Uh, this is purely decoupled. This has a lot of features like publishing, you know, out of the box publishing content, many reusable components, uh, out of the box layout builders, but not just this, you have decoupled frameworks built on top of it, right? It's completely headless. Uh, so with this, uh, the, the business logic it addresses is right uh, for the decoupled applications, you get the layout builders and the editing capabilities for the for the backend editors and the marketers. So this is uh, this is where you know we're probably uh, digging in more here in terms of how uh, easy content can help in terms of publishing content, adding new content, uh, making sure that you know uh, the decoupled frameworks are behaving properly. 
Okay, so um, maybe uh, I would like to hear a little bit in that case about how the system came about, uh, and also in your um, uh, in, in in the story about this. Um, I think you missed a feature, at least that I announced, which was the uh, the integration with uh, machine learning and AI to help. Uh, author content, and I think that's one of the very interesting key points. So, uh, Ishan, how did how did the system come about? What's its history? Yeah, so uh, you know, as Kamal mentioned, uh, we've been working with Drupal as a CMS for over ten years now, right? We've always worked with open source technology. Region has been working with CMSs for seventeen years, and always uh, working with various open source technologies. And uh, we've always, you know, over the last ten years or so, working with different customers, right from startups to enterprises. Uh, we've gathered a bunch of uh, you know pain points, features, and and efficiencies which which we believe uh, we can bring to Drupal, right? And uh, I think at least a year and a half ago, we we were working with a very large enterprise customer, right? And uh, there we ran into a situation where their uh, developers, right, they they didn't have any idea about Drupal, right? Uh, but their marketing team had selected Drupal as their uh, CMS of choice, right? They they loved Drupal, what it did out of the box. And they loved the whole experience. They, uh, they chose that CMS. But then when the uh, developers came in, they just said, oh, there's just one little bit that we want to mention that, you know, uh, we only work with Angular as a front-end framework. So they were like, uh, would that be a problem? Just like, um, okay, no. Drupal, you know, as you know, some of you might know, Drupal has always taken the API-first approach. Drupal can be implemented as a headless CMS as well. But then... Uh, the the marketing team uh, for the customer they really love uh, you know uh, the Drupal's layout builder for example right Drupal eight came out with the drag and drop experience builder it's called the layout builder using which a marketer or uh, essentially any non developer can quickly create a landing page right you can drag and drop create dynamic regions put in components configure the page uh, they said we, that's the feature that they love the most and we said hey if you go uh, decouple I'm sorry, you cannot have this, right? And then if you go decouple, yeah, you can have content preview of unpublished content, but yeah, that would take about a couple of weeks. We can develop that. So that list kept on growing and, you know, the eyebrows started raising, like, you know, uh, these are simple uh, functionality, which I have in WordPress, which I have in Drupal. I've used it for 10 years. And how come, you know, I, I won't compromise on those things, right? And then we started hearing that theme more and more, right? We, we almost... Uh, if you will, you know, we've seen sort of a division in the CMS world, right? Where you have developers uh, having an inclination towards uh, certain technologies, primarily JavaScript front-end frameworks, right? They want to work with those newest technologies. And then you have marketers who are not willing to let go of uh, bread and butter CMS functionality, right? And why should they, right? And that's exactly the point where we started building easy content. And one of the first features we built, the first release, uh, was uh, highly focused on this aspect of bringing this bread and butter CMS functionality that Drupal provides or even WordPress provides uh, to headless implementation. So that was how it all started. Very interesting. So uh, whereas most headless CMSs take the approach of being pure content stores and not having any opinion about layout whatsoever, you're actually allowing the marketing team within the CMS to make some pre-decisions about layout. Um, how does that work specifically uh, in terms of the interplay between the, um, the, the backend, which would then you know, give an API-driven 
uh, content experience, the Angular front end, and I think you support other um, Vue, React yep. type of uh, front ends now as well. Uh, so you've got those front end developers who are accustomed to be like 100% in control of what things look like, right? So now you've got two people, two chefs in the kitchen, right? Does it does that create conflict and? Uh, I mean, uh, Vinay, can you answer that question as the marketer? Because, uh, you know, these are your bread and butter features in, uh, that they're talking about, right? See, the fundamentally what happens is as a marketer, so it's more to do with our outreach, right? So uh, for me or any marketer, ideally what they would be looking at is faster to go to market. And uh, so this feature of headless decoupled, Will also help us irrespective of the what tool or the the functional features that you have so the, as a marketer i would be able to reach more audience uh, and, and and it's a cool feature for us so uh, where i don't have to worry about where am i placing my content and it equally get distributed across uh, the platforms so and that's a thumb a thumbs up from from a, any marketer's perspective yeah yeah I, yeah, I think so. And did the Angular team complain about this in any way, or did they think it was great? So they they did. I mean, so initially we took we you know before of course developing this, we uh, looked at existing solutions, right? So there are a lot of different uh, solutions out there. Uh, one of the so you know uh, it's it's a whole spectrum, right? From being completely monolithic or a couple to a completely decoupled system. There's something called progressive decoupling as well, right? Which is very popular in, in the Drupal world as well. Right, wherein there is a way where you can uh, sort of drop in uh, React or Angular components on on a Drupal page, right? Uh, you know that's something that we explored first, right, before uh, building a custom solution and building easy content. But they weren't too happy with that, right, because they they were like you know very strict in terms of you know they said we they were as blunt as saying that you know our front end developers do not want to learn Drupal or they don't you know they don't want to invest any time in uh, learning Drupal or any other CMS technology that's uh, the marketing team is using, right? They, they just wanted to work with Angular. So uh, that's where, you know, to your question, Robert, uh, the way we've developed this is that uh, you're right. At the end of the day, uh, this is a pure headless solution. So the front end developers control the, uh, the front end, right? Uh, but what we're doing is that the marketing team, uh, whatever layout they're setting, uh, whatever page they're creating using Drupal, all that information is being added to the APIs, right? So you have APIs for content, all the data and the content that has been added to the CMS. All we're doing is we're also adding some additional information about the layout, right? Hey, this, these are the columns on the page. These are the regions. This is the component they've selected. And this is the front end for this component that the marketers have selected, right? So the uh, Angular developers are able to just consume this uh, additional data and then process it and uh, to sort of uh, enable uh, adoption of this, we we have published. So as Kamal mentioned, this is completely open source. So not just the Drupal distribution that is open source, all the starter kits for uh, Gatsby, uh, Next.js, Angular, and Vue, they are also open source, right? So that's where the developers can get a, get a sense of how they can consume this API and use it on their projects. Okay. So now, again, from uh, maybe a technical perspective, I'd be very curious what the publishing workflow is like. Um, uh, I don't know, maybe Kamal, you want to take this or uh, Ishan, if you, uh, you're better suited. I don't know. No, I, I, I'll let Kamal, Kamal can talk about the yeah. previous one. So, that so yeah. Kamal, if, I make, if I'm a marketer and I've made my layout, okay, and I've got some content and I push publish, what happens from that moment until like somebody sees it on their phone? Uh, 
Because I in, in a Drupal world, I know the answer. Okay, it updates the database, and the next request that comes in is going to generate dynamic content on cleared caches that uh, will show the page the way it's supposed to look. And I understand that model really well. But now we've got this like decoupled layer in there. Um, how does that work? Sure. So between now, the moment your marketer hits publish on the Drupal layout, you know, it bombs out on your uh, decoupled frameworks as well. How does it happen, right? So we have a middleware in between. Uh, so as Ishan was mentioning, right, it's the whole API-based system. Whatever marketer is publishing, the data is being sent to the middleware from where the Angular developer or any any front-end developer is extracting the information out uh, and you know making it available to the front-ends. Uh, so the moment you change, you know, you'll be able to see the life changes on your decoupled end as well. Uh, in terms of when you publish changes, however, you know, before publishing changes, there could be another things which you want to do. You know, you might want to preview the functionality altogether. You know, before uh, when uh, when using monolithic uh, or probably legacy CMS features, right? When you said editors or marketers are able to preview things, but with decoupled, right? This functionality was completely lost. But with easy content. You could still preview, right? We've integrated in it in a fashion such that marketers, before publishing any content, would be able to preview it as in how it is looking on the decoupled uh, ends. So, Kamal, this is not a Jamstack system where it generates static pages and sends them out to a CDN. That's not the case, right? No, it it, it uh, so when when uh, when this is published, right? Uh, this is Gatsby, right? Now, Gatsby is a static site generator, so it. At the end, it's creating a static site generation from whatever components, whatever whatever request it's getting. So it's dynamically creating your static site uh, based upon the updated uh, components there. Ishan, feel free ah, to correct yeah. me here. If, yeah. yeah, so you, you can you can use it as a Jamstack site generator as well if you're using Gatsby for the front end, right? So ah. easy content will not be responsible for creating the static pages. Uh, you know, that's the middleware that uh, and, and the, the Gatsby backend. Uh, easy content will be responsible for uh, providing the content for the page and the layout, right? So that's the the piece that easy content provides. But it can uh, it it works very well with uh, Jamstack as well. And and to your question about preview, you mentioned Robert, you're aware of how preview works in Drupal, right? Or how a publisher typically works in Drupal. Uh, so for somebody like Vinay or any other marketer, it's it's actually exactly the same. So what our goal has been, and I think we are very close to that now. You know, if we do a side by side, like if in a, if in a browser I open uh, uh, and you know, do a screencast of uh, how would you publish a page on Drupal uh, versus how would you publish a page on uh, Easy Content Plus Gatsby? It's actually exactly the same. So the preview experience uh, we've uh, brought that into a Drupal's admin interface, so that you know it, it's uh, you know you shouldn't feel like a uh, you know uh, you shouldn't get an inferior experience if you are using a, a decoupled implementation, right? It, it's actually the same as uh, you would publish a page on uh, any Drupal site. Well, okay. Honestly, I have seen all the three pages. It looks like just like a three tabs on the same screen, right? So it, it's not making any difference from a marketer's perspective. So you'll be able to see all the three previews before you ensure that it is going live. Yeah. Very interesting. So I, I need to back up for my own understanding, though. So with the Gatsby version, it's a static site sent, st static site generator because that's Gatsby's model. But with React, View, and Next, is that right? What you had? Yeah. Angular. Angular. The React yeah. is the next. 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 Yes, is the React framework. Okay. Yeah. 
So this this is this is not totally my world. So I always have to test my comprehension. So those are more dynamic. So the front end is making API calls in real time and pulling back content and then rendering it in the component. Is that right? Correct, correct. But again, okay. not 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 hitting Drupal. So we've been very you know uh, careful about the developer experience here. As I said, you know the way it started, we you know the we, we had front end developers who didn't want to necessarily run Drupal or the intricacies involved there. So it, it's it's still a pure headless implementation, and and all the uh, they're actually free to use, right? So we we have our uh, middleware which we provide as the starter kit, but you know uh, the the front end developers can uh, have their own middleware as well if they want. Can you to. describe so, that middleware? What do you what do you recommend out of the box? What is that component? So we we have a you know we have a whole stack uh, as part of the starter kit, which is based out of Node.js. So we have Node.js there. Uh, and then as the backend engine, and then we have uh, Redis for caching. I mean, I mean, the goal for us is that uh, you know, if you have a dynamic application built on top of easy content, uh, you shouldn't have to hit Drupal again and again, right? So the the only time Drupal comes into the picture is if something changes, right? So if mm -hmm. if I make a change to the layout, if I publish a new page, that's when uh, Drupal will go and then update the middleware. But the uh, the front end applications are always interacting with the uh, the middleware, right, and not directly with Drupal. So you scale the Drupal to the editorial team's needs, and you scale the middleware to the internet's needs. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And the the middleware is something you built from scratch for this purpose. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's it's not like any it's not Apollo with GraphQL or anything like that that we've been talking about on recent episodes. We we do use GraphQL for the the Gatsby version, uh, yes. But uh, for no for for the others, it's it's an OJS based uh, implementation. And then so the reason we yeah, sorry, go ahead. So it's really flexible. Is all I wanted to it, say. It is definitely flexible. Yes. I mean, but the reason you know you would you might want to uh, try the starter kits and you know I, we strongly believe that you know it, it's useful for developers to use it is because uh, drupal has its own drupalisms right i mean you have the way uh, you know for for say constructing a page there are different ways you can do that in drupal right there is a layout builder there is another a popular module called paragraphs right so there are a bunch of different options out there in the drupal world how a page is constructed right so what we're trying to do is that uh, we're trying to uh, take care of all of that logic and Drupal-specific uh, code and uh, process that and, and make sure that from the middleware, you're able to get uh, you know, uh, standard APIs, right? API responses. So uh, it, it doesn't matter whether the page was created using paragraphs or whether the page was using, uh, built using the layout builder in Drupal. The middleware will take care of it. When the front-end developers interact with the middleware, uh, they would not see any difference. They just want to see what content do I need for the page and what is the layout information. Uh, for them, they will be completely uh, abstracted from this information as to how this page was constructed in Drupal. Wonderful. So that's really fascinating. But I still haven't heard about the AI uh, machine learning generated text. Who wants to talk about that? Kamal, you want to tell me about that? Sure, Robert. So. Uh... Apart from all of these features, uh, Easy Content also has some of the uh, AI features uh, like uh, auto tagging, right? Uh, generating image captioning when when talking about marketers, right? It's like very difficult for marketers to go and add captions and tags related to all images. So Easy Content help you automate that. It'll extract the image information using AI algorithms, uh, using Google services. Uh, 
using you know google services and then taking care as in recognizing the image and you know self captioning it for example it's if it's an image of a pizza you know it will it will give you the tags like food pizza you know everything else colors etc so the relevant tags would automatically be populated uh, and hence you know it becomes very easier for the marketer uh, and very quicker uh, for the editors to do their work uh, yeah and not just this probably you'll be also able to search with the help of these intelligent tags and intelligent search is also possible so for example if you search food you know it will with the help of image again extraction um, it will be able to search all the all the uh, food related items even if it is not tagged by food so uh, yeah you know this is very very act in terms of very flexible in terms of using uh, these particular features so this is just one set wherein we are using auto tagging and auto generation of tags and captioning etc the second tech the second uh, thing talks about generating the uh, transcriptions from the videos uh, so mm -hmm. if you're upload if you are uploading if editors are uploading videos right so uh, they could also generate auto transcripts uh, from their videos and get published on their pages for many a times people don't want to go through the whole session of videos right and they just want to quickly skim through the uh, transcript so that's that's the you know second part of the features um, then there are podcasts uh, wherein probably uh, so vice versa case right uh, the podcast you can generate uh, podcasts out of your articles so while you are driving right you don't want to read an article rather listen to the article right so the podcast generation is also possible uh, for all the articles here uh, so yeah you know a couple of features and probably uh, more on how automatically you can generate the content isan if you want to take that so uh, in, to add to that from a marketer's perspective i would still say the image advertising that uh, kamal was talking about right it it also reduces uh, just mentioning image 002 from a marketer's perspective which is more of seo friendly right so and a lot of time these are very basics uh, it's not that not nobody knows about it either you miss it or because of the timeline that you have you tend to skip it so these functionalities will help uh, not necessarily to uh, for a the person who is working on it to work on himself a, or even to skip it it's easy for them to pick up from an existing tool and, and also on the uh, uh, the image uh, this voice uh, or rather the uh, the description or prescription of what we have right so uh, um, the information which gets uh, from a video transcription to a translation so these are common features for anybody so i would still be able to consume content in multi formats with ease of technology so from a help of ai as a functionality here and these are things that are essentially built in provided that i have the right api key from the the appropriate google services or or even so uh, even aws right so we have uh, so we we've taken a plugin approach right so which which makes it easier for you to switch between services so you know depending on Uh, the service provider so we you can have your own custom as well so shrijan has its own data science team as well uh, where we have been doing some interesting uh, you know bespoke implementations for uh, niche use cases where you know some of these services do not work really well so uh, you know whether it's aws image recognition or google uh, vision all of these are excellent you know they have they, of course they have the largest data sets to build their algorithms on top of so uh, they work really well for say a media cl client or you know some some Use case where you would have different kinds of images, right? 
and then there, there might be some niche customers right who may have very niche requirements so so one of the uh, one of our clients was a, was a real estate agent uh, you know large real estate development agent and their their images were mostly images of apartments right or or houses right so as you can imagine they 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 their captioning requirements were very unique right uh, when they're posting yeah. a google's looking for pizza where's the pizza <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and they, they want to describe a room right whether it's east facing or you know whether it's sunny and things like that so so there you might want to do something uh, uh, custom but either way our approach is you know you can switch between different service providers but but as you can tell from what kamal described right and when he described these features you can tell that you know we work a lot with uh, media and publishing customers right because that's where a lot of these needs came from and and it's it's not something that just you know uh, yes it's important it it reduces some of the grunt work it brings in efficiencies for the editorial teams but it's 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 more than that right it's it's a, it's actually an accessibility requirement a lot of states in the us now are coming up with these uh, requirements i mean if you and i think california is probably one of the first is leading the pack if you start a lot of the government websites or even university websites uh, you see that there wouldn't be any uh, video there without a, a transcription below it right Uh, so these are things that will become more and more of a requirement going forward and uh, uh, so accessibility is definitely a really uh, important issue uh, and then even from an seo perspective right you can't uh, it's it's easier for a search engine to sort of index what's there in text right uh, uh, rather than you know what's in a video right so that's where all these requirements came in and and so uh, yeah go ahead No, I was saying that you know it's a very heavy term, right? AI, ML-based uh, content generation. So it goes from right from the sort of grunt work, what when I was describing of uh, people naming images as image zero one zero two rather than something more meaningful, all the way to something what uh, there was a New York Times article a couple of years ago, uh, which says the rise rise of the uh, ro- robot journal journalist, right? and it, it actually claims uh, you know it's a pretty interesting article it actually claims that uh, about one third of the content published by uh, bloomberg news uh, and this this was in 2019 so one third of content generated by bloomberg news had some component of ai in it right so it was actually generated by a machine not not a journalist like not a human journalist so uh, that's the completely different uh, level where uh, we've done some interesting use cases as well on the beauty is nobody notices it whether it's a human or a machine yeah right so uh, the kind of the progress that has happened in this space is huge with ai and ml well when you're when you're just reporting data right then it does seem plausible that a machine could say the stock of apple rose 2.3% today following the earnings announcement you know I can that's see that exactly. being replaced. That that's exactly the use case I was talking about. One of our, we did exactly the same use case, Robert, uh, where uh, you know uh, the website uh, which deals with pensions and investment related news, right? So they they would upload these Excel sheets, right? They would get these reports and they would generate these Excel sheets. But then uh, th- there's no SEO juice in that, right? Uh, whereas every row in that Excel sheet, if that can be converted into a, a separate web page, right? Even though it's just as you said, it's just putting out the data uh x you know xyz rose their earnings by x and whatever but it it gives them the opportunity to uh have another page index in in search engines and then put advertisements on top of it right so these are definitely use cases where there are uh, people doing this manually today and 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 
and you know just a sort of an anecdote uh, i would digress a little bit but when we presented this particular case study to another customer right I, and this just goes back to the how uh, how heavy this term is right ai ml based like I, i think it's it's used a lot uh, and you know we were talking about all this complex algorithm and we were presenting this and then uh, a lady at that company showed that she's been doing this for over 15 years using microsoft excel Right. Well, so, so who like, is surprised Excel yeah, is still I mean, the most useful exactly, business software right? ever created. <laughs> she she had written all her uh, macros right. She had built an ag- algorithm yeah. using macros, you know. Uh, she was generating uh, her use case was uh, she was generating weather reports, right? So she had like, you know, between 60 and 70 it's warm, above 80 it's hot. Have all these rules there. So that's like, you know, we we talk about things as you know new technologies but you know it's it's uh, mm-hmm. people have been doing innovative things uh, using excel as well so nice well it sounds like uh compared to a typical drupal site or a traditional you know site i mean drupal started out with just php and mysql uh and then uh, it, it grew to also include things like uh redis or memcache or solar maybe now elasticsearch your stack sounds like it's fairly complicated who wants to give me a hand wavy architecture diagram <laughs> i i can i can take a stab at that uh so the most i I'll talk about the most complex uh, implementation right like uh, where we are saying we using easy content as as a completely decoupled architecture right so that's where uh, you know you would of course have uh, the drupal easy content distribution as your uh, content cms that's where the or the content gets authored that's your typical uh, drupal mysql stack and then uh, you would have a middleware which is the 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 nodejs based middleware and then you have a redis caching layer uh, on on that middleware right and then you would if you're we're talking about something like a next js framework then that's your front end framework right so that's that's the the most uh, sort of a three tier architecture uh, uh, for for an application like that uh, but then again it, it it doesn't have to be as complex as that for all use cases i mean if you uh, building a headless implementation and having a, a say an x framework does not mean that you always need to have a middleware right so uh that need only arises when we are talking about such use cases where you need to use the layer builder to drag and drop and build pages and you need all of those functionality uh if you don't need all of that if you're happy with you know uh drupal's form based uh content entry and uh, just need you know basic preview functionality uh you don't need to have that middleware you can directly connect it with the nextjs application so that also works really well all right so there's all there's definitely flexibility there which which leads me then to the um the un- already announced uh partnership between platform sh and strijan to uh host uh instances of easy content uh with architecture um i i know the answer already but i uh, <laughs> i would love to hear it from you guys why us why did you choose us <laughs> yeah i mean we so uh you know we work with a lot with enterprise customers right and uh, in in the drupal world we've already uh, you know we have partnerships with platform message and all the uh, sort of platform as a service providers right and you have a uh, uh, very uh, mature installation uh, you know uh, steps where you can do a, like a one click deployment even if even if somebody wants to evaluate right uh, 
uh, Drupal, right? Or any Drupal distribution. You have one-click installations. You can just quickly spin up a new instance, try it out, right? Uh, but when it comes to something like easy content, where you have this three-tier architecture, you have Drupal, then you have a Node.js middleware, then you have a front-end framework such as Gatsby or, or Next.js, uh, we wanted, uh, we were looking for platforms that could support this complex architecture, right? And still provide the same experience of a, a one-click deployment or one-click installation, right? If you have to spin up a sandbox for our sales team or for our customers to evaluate the solution, right? And that's where uh, with platform uh, SH, uh, you know, you have the ability to support not just Drupal, but many other languages and frameworks, right? And technologies. So we did a, you know, we reached out to the platform team and formed a, a, you know, a joint team to do a quick proof of concept to see if uh, this is something that's feasible. And, you know, uh, in a couple of weeks time, we were able to do that. And, you know, we're really looking forward to providing this ability to our customers of uh, trying out easy content end to end, not just a Drupal piece, but the entire Drupal uh, easy content experience uh, on, on a single platform. And then uh, that also gives them the assurance of having an enterprise level support structure right support because we can't go to them and say hey you you have a, a, a enterprise level support but that will only look at drupal right and then uh, then you know that just becomes a, a blocker for them right from adopting this right right okay and if somebody wants to try easy content now what's the best way to do that so right now the best way uh, you know if you're a developer uh, if you uh, the best way would be to go to drupal.org uh, and search for the easy content project uh, there you will find the links to uh, either do do the uh, pure drupal installation if that's something that you're looking at or if you're looking for uh, a decoupled implementation you can uh, there are links to the gatsby nextjs and vuejs starter kits to uh, you know download the code and install the demo site on your local system uh, the other way is uh, you can, of course, reach out to the Srijan team. Uh, that is, if you look at search for Srijan Easy Content, there is a, a contact information there. You can fill out a form and we can set up a demo for you and give you a, an access as well. So those are the two ways right now you can do this. Uh, of course, we are excited for a third way potentially very soon where we might be able to give you the uh, try on platform message button, right? And you would be able to uh, do the demo, uh, you know, get access to a demo site on your own. But that's something that uh, we will be working on shortly. Right. So that's not published yet, but we're going to get that out the door hopefully yeah. very soon. And then you can do a one-click installation. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. And um, do you have any concept of the, the roadmap? Um, is there something uh, exciting that customers are driving you to add or that you've decided to target? Um, what does the future look like? Come on, do you want to talk about the, some of the immediate items and then I can... Uh... Sure, sure. So the reason, I mean, the most features right now we're looking at the component library, right? Easy Content offers you a lot of components for the editors to add. Uh, the components which ship out of the box with Easy Content, like cards, heroes, uh, Codes, FAQs, etc. So we were actually building up on more components so that the editors have more choice uh, to choose from the components listing, etc. And then probably we're also building up features, more features uh, for AI-based uh, editors there. Uh, and uh, and yeah, Ishan, probably you could carry on with the list. Yeah, I mean, like Kamal mentioned, you know, our, our goal is to keep on enhancing the existing feature set that that's there in ZNC content. 
but what we're also exploring uh, right now at a uh, you know sort of broader level is also look at a couple of other CMSs as well to see if we can uh, you know do bring the similar concept to uh, other headless CMSs out there as well. So that's just the initial stages right now, but that's a parallel thought as well. Uh, but yeah, and then of course uh, from a uh, AI and machine learning perspective, I think our, our goal is to sort of understand more use cases from our customers and and focus in on some of the niche use cases as I mentioned, right? So uh, beyond the auto tagging and, and all the services that we're using from Google and AWS, uh, we are uh, sort of looking at some uh, custom use cases for customers who, who need uh, a, a bit more, right? Uh, especially from a AI generate, uh, content generation perspective, right? Personalized so, data could be, you know, that that's what we might where reach to, right? You might want to have a personalized kind of a data, all personalized kind of using all AI techniques, as in what's your interests are, what your geographies are, etc. So that could be another AI feature which we might look up on very soon. Interesting, Ishan. Did I understand that you might, for example, be interested in making a, an easy content for WordPress? Is that is that how I should understand that? Or yes, easy it's content not for, contentful. Yes, or? yes. So there are a couple of CMSs. I, I you know, we are still sort of uh, we haven't decided which one to pursue. So we are just doing some proof of concept right now. But it's it, it's exactly on the lines of you know we are we're looking at uh, contentful right now, and and a couple of others as well, right? Prismic, probably. Yeah, that yeah. that that's the that's the idea. Strappy. We've talked to the Strappy people quite a bit on this show. Um, that keeps it more in the open source and self hosted. Exactly. Uh, yes. Area and actually, Platform SH would then be able to give you a starter kit where it's strappy and easy content. Yep, yep. Just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and is that is that customer driven or are you trying to define a market? Uh, it, it's it's kind of both. I mean, uh, the market, yes. You know, uh, we have been seeing this need, as I mentioned. You know, this uh, sort of a bit of attention or this division in the CMS world is it, it applies across all CMSs, right? It's not something that's unique to Drupal. It's actually more uh, relevant for pure headless uh, CMSs out there, right? So we definitely see a market need for having this kind of uh, a middleware or product which sort of brings back the, the bread and butter features and, you know, uh, let's not look at uh, content editor's role in the CMSs just as data entry or content entry, right? There are a lot of other KPIs associated with, you know, Vinay, for example, does not care only about the content that goes on the side, but he, he wants control of the experience as well, right? He has responsibilities uh, when it comes to SEO performance, access, accessibility and things like that. So yeah, we definitely feel there's a market out there, uh, which, which, uh, which, is, uh, which is not unique to Drupal this, so yeah. So easy That's content, I should understand, is more the middleware in this case and the, the front end. Um, yeah, yeah. Think, think of it as a yeah as, as a reference architecture, right? Uh, which where you can replace Drupal with another CMS as well. Great. Um, somebody's getting a lot of static on the call. Uh, Vinay, I thought you had something you wanted to jump in there. Yeah, I was about to say that uh, some of these discussions are in the directions of any marketer, right? So end of the day, anything that can save time, resource, or uh, flexibility uh, and to get to the ROI, so faster time to market. So 
and most of these discussions are in in this direction so i just wanted to add to that when ishan was mentioning about the upcoming features and collaborations yeah um sorry uh, maybe it, i can't really tell kamal uh, i think maybe your microphone's rubbing <laughs> sorry technical detail but it's very it's quite loud um vinay i wanted to ask you actually um if like imagine you had the whole world as your audience right now okay mm -hmm. theoretically we do have the whole world as our audience <laughs> anybody could be watching this if if the right editorial team or technical decider from some company out there is listening and you had a message for them that would like identify them as yes 100% you you're the one who needs easy content more than anybody else on earth what's what's that message how do you talk to them to 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 like really tell them yes this is the system for you so there are three things that i can talk about uh, robert so one uh, this uh, tool can help in looking at two perspectives right so for a marketer so i'll have to go with multi channel outreach Uh, whereas the customer has to have an omni-channel experience, so it can provide that part of the conversations. Uh, and then, uh, most of the times, we are talking about uh, quick time to market. So the features that we were discussing, from headless to API integrations to becoming a mobile first, and then there is also uh, language support and all of these, right? So these would largely help a mark any marketer who is who is uh, watching this. uh to to look at that these are not silos and there are there is one particular system which can help you to drive this conversation and uh, it's also about expanding into global market like uh, ishan was talking about it's not just about a feature or a functionality there is any work that the marketers are doing today it's, it's mostly tied towards an roi right so when i say roi it's not just about running the campaigns there is a time associated with it there is an effort to it So, so there are certain areas of any any marketer is taken care when we look at uh, the features and functionalities here so sometimes it's more about um, and uh, flexibility and sometimes it's about freedom when i say freedom it's it's uh, not necessary that every time i'll have to depend on a developer uh, to do the job so because if it is monotonous a lot of things will be taken care on its own and then it also helps us to get into the creativity part of it so uh, where some of the the, the day to day tasks are taken care by the tool then the marketers can focus on the flexibility and the creativity part of it so this is in a nutshell great that was a perfect answer to the question thank you it was a kind of an odd question but you you handled it brilliantly So Srijan has been around for a while and um you've worked with a number of technologies I know but you've always been uh very present uh from my point of view within the Drupal community. Um who who wants to tell me like your long and uh great history with Drupal and and where you see Drupal in the marketplace right now? Yeah, so I can uh talk about shooting so we've been as i said you know in the business for over 17 years we like to call ourselves as a full stack uh, digital experience company right so we are a digital experience or digital engineering services company primarily right and with when it comes to drupal we're very proud of uh, you know uh, being part of the community and contributing to the community so i i know the 
sort of uh, marketplace rankings always sort of keep on changing on a weekly basis but you know we've been proud of always being there in the amongst the top 10 right in terms of the number of contributions right uh, and then of course we've been a uh, long term partner of drupal association uh, been there uh, sponsoring all drupal cons since 2012 i believe so you know that definitely very heavily involved in the community uh, right from uh, the the local communities uh, where where our offices are located to to the global events as well so that's something i mean in terms of where we see drupal evolving and where our customers are evolving i think uh, uh, a lot uh, there has been a lot of talk about headless and decoupled you know we've been talking about that a, a lot today as well uh and if you pick up any drupal uh, if you look at the agenda of any drupal camp or conference for the last four years i would say uh, you'll see a lot of sessions and topics uh, related to decoupled and headless uh, but to be honest i i wouldn't say we are seeing the same ratio when it comes to our customers uh, so it, it definitely see, it, it's a popular topic but it's not something that uh, you know the i think there's still a market out there for uh, a drupal uh pure as, as a pure uh, monolithic implementation is well right so and uh, so we are, we are we are definitely uh, from an easy content perspective that's why we support both right so you can use easy content as a drupal front end as well and what are the other technologies that you're currently very deeply involved with so we have a very strong uh, a uh, platform modernization uh, team at region as well so we are working a lot with uh, you know uh, different api providers we are partners with uh, apg as well and so uh, our team uh, you know we work with a lot of digital transformation projects as well right which are not sort of uh, your uh, cms or digital experience projects but purely from for uh, taking uh, customers uh, with for with the large enterprise level applications to to the cloud right to a multi cloud environment so those sort of uh, application modernization uh, initiatives is something that we are uh, heavily involved in as well so that's a sort of a separate uh, team that takes care of it at region so that's one of the other areas where you know we work a lot in okay and obviously you have some very strong node js competence as well yes yes so we have a very strong javascript practice overall uh, where you know we built a lot of uh, bespoke applications as well so uh, node js is definitely a big part of it okay uh and 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 do you see that changing i mean there's so many incredible buzzwords out there sometimes grabbing all of the media attention personally right now i'm very interested in decentralized internet and uh and you don't have to step very far in that direction before getting to things like blockchain and you know obviously jamstack has you know taken the world you know single page applications deploy on cloudflare be done so easy so simple is 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 that really where the world's going from your point of view from a developer point of view yes uh, but again from an i, I think it, it it always happens i think the enterprises are always slower to adopt these kind of thing so we definitely see a lot of interest a lot of proof of concepts but uh, again when it comes to large scale implementation we are still seeing uh, sort of you know drupal or we see a lot of aem uh, adobe out there right so uh, that i mean if that personally i feel there's a difference between you know there's a lot of uh, enthusiasm noise in the developer community 
but we are not seeing it translated yet in the enterprise space. But I, I think that's that's only natural. I think they they're always uh, slower to move, right? Because of the legacy systems involved and the legacy teams involved, right? There's too much uh, and too many applications for them to move that quickly, right? Cool. Thank and, you. And a lot of these are happening at a not at the core level. It's mostly on the peripherals. So some of these technologies are taking. Uh, shape in the peripherals level, and as Ishan mentioned, it would largely take time to get into the core of the, the systems. So you do see it as the directions shifting, but the the mainstream adoption it's is yet to come. But then that just makes it a big market opportunity, right? Go ahead, Kamal. Sorry, so I was just saying, but then uh, you know we have another stream which we uh, AI and ML, right? We've integrated it with, it with easy content as well. So some some part of Shrujan expertise and team is also working on AI and ML uh, basics, right? So just wanted to highlight it where where this is coming from the, in in terms of easy content as well. Uh, yeah, so giving technical technical guidance to the team in terms of implementing practices and you know, providing all kinds of learning and growth path for, for all of these sources. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, um, I just had a question, but it flew my mind. And then I'm gonna turn it over to you. Have we missed anything? Oh, I did have a question. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, my old favorite question, how does search work on easy content? Um, if, if, if I'm on the front end, the browser side, like the it maybe in a mobile app or a mobile browser, PWA or SPA or whatever, and I do it. You know, I want to search the content. Where where does that hit? Yeah, that's that's a very interesting question because uh, uh, again we've implemented it in different ways. Uh, for for Drupal, of course, you know you have a very strong uh, search API ecosystem. That's a, a module suite uh, under the name Search API which lets you use different uh, search engines in the back end, like you could do Solar or, or Elasticsearch. Uh, and, and for the front end, again, uh, we are seeing uh, an increased adoption. So easy content uh, comes with a bunch of different uh, connectors which you can use, but it doesn't really come with any default search provider. So it's up to you uh, what you want to use. So what we are seeing, uh, there is a uh, increase in a lot of third-party search engines, right? So like services like Angolia, we are seeing a lot of uh, increased adoption for those, right? Uh, so you can, of course, uh, do your own. If you're implementing something like Solar, you, you have a lot more control over your search results, right? But then you would have to build your own facets and things like that on top of it. Whereas things, uh, you know, out-of-the-box services like Angolia, if you're okay with uh, indexing your content on those third-party services, they can uh, uh, give you a quick, good head start, right? So uh, it's very flexible in that respect. You could use any of the search uh, providers. Uh, we don't uh, come with anything out of the box, right? Uh, of course, you can use Drupal's out of the box search, but that's not really something that uh, scales that well. So, yeah. So it, it is possible to use all of Drupal's search capabilities as the search. So you could use Elasticsearch or Solar. Yes, yes. Okay. Good, just checking because Platform SH supports both of those. <laughs> That's something for us to I have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask. Those, and and I, I love search. I, I was the Google Summer of Code mentor for uh, Thomas Zeidel, who created the search API for Drupal. So uh, I followed that from the beginning. And love to see it get used. Love to see it still contributing great value to the Drupal ecosystem. 
Yeah. Um, what else? Have we missed anything in the episode? Uh, is there anything uh, that you were just waiting for Robert to get to and Robert just didn't get there? <laughs> no, I, th I think uh, what we did, uh, I, I do want to mention that, you know, that it is uh, it is a Drupal, easy content is a Drupal distribution, right? Uh, so we've talked about uh, two themes, which are of course very interesting, and and which sort of differentiates easy content from other distributions out there, which is the support for decoupled, and then some of the AML capabilities. But uh, uh, the distribution comes with a lot of other features as well, right? So what Kamal touched upon, I think, when she's she's talking about components, right? So uh, what we're using it at Shrijan at least is uh, we're using it as a starter kit for a lot of the projects, right? To basically uh, get to market faster, right? So we built a lot of uh, we built a component library, uh, which uh, which are so, sort of commonly used components that you would uh, use on on uh, you know uh, typical marketing sites, and we are just con continuously increasing that uh, library and contributing more uh, components to it as we deliver projects, right? So that we, that way we are able to bring in these uh, features out of the box, and uh, so I think when you're looking at easy content, you should look at some of these features as well. It's not just the uh, the architecture or the AML things, which are you know, of course we we want to talk about them, but that's not the only reason why uh, you know people use easy content. So the first and foremost reason is because it's a damn good publishing system, is what you're saying. Yes, which is you know that's that's Drupal strength, right? So you know there's a uh, we sort of put in all the best you know best modules out there, contributed modules out there in the Drupal community. We package them together. Right, and then we have a, a, a few of our custom modules as well, and some uh, our sort of opinion. Right, uh, uh, it's it's an opinionated distribution on you know which 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 is the say best Drupal module out there to build a page, a landing page, for example, or what should you what what should you use for building a photo gallery and things like that. So we've taken an op strong opinion there, but yeah, exactly as you said, you know, first and foremost, it is a, a, a publishing uh, platform. Uh, which comes with a lot of out-of-the-box functionality to accelerate uh, Drupal projects. It's really fascinating to me, uh, and y you'll probably have your own view on this, um, all three of you being in this industry for quite a long time now. We're solving the same problems now that we were solving 15 years ago. Photo galleries, landing pages, blogs. <laughs> And yeah, we've and solved them 20 different ways in the meantime, but we're yeah. still searching, still searching for the best yeah. way. And I can actually confirm as a marketer myself uh, with music projects that I market, I went looking for a landing page solution and finding one that had the, the flexibility, the ease of use and the price point that I was looking for was really hard. So there was a huge uh, spectrum of pay more and get more or work harder and get more. But like, you know, that like sweet spot of like, Rob doesn't have to learn a whole lot of new stuff and can do great things. <laughs> that was still hard, really hard to find still after all of these years, landing pages, it should be easy, right? Yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's 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 the you know the the good thing about Drupal being open source and and it's also sometimes it becomes hard for people to navigate right even even new developers right so uh, when we have new developers joining Shrijan you know who are sort of learning Drupal and and getting experience uh, it's hard to navigate right like there are ten or maybe ten maybe even twenty thirty different ways of doing something 
even building a landing page in drupal there are a lot of different options so yeah there's always this and and it's not that you know there's only one good way of doing things it's just that you know with something like easy content uh, at least you're able to see something right because out of the box we know drupal does not offer that much right and uh, you know when you do a vanilla distribution uh, there isn't a lot that you see right so it's really important for uh, us to you know, because we get this question all the time right that you know what is drupal you know can you show us drupal uh, and you know my dad still that, asks me by the yeah, way yeah. <laughs> yeah so you know it's it's at that point you you have to give at least you know uh, i i think it's important to have an opinion and and it's it's okay to pick one or two approaches that you feel of course you, you know nobody's saying that you know this is the approach that's going to work for all use cases right yeah. you can uh, have something out of the box which you can show people cool um indeed yeah indeed it has helped us to accelerate some of implementation cycle so uh, that's one point that you can look at so as ishan was mentioning there is something which is already pre built so on top of it it is easy to take it forward and in fact many of the conversations that we have been having happening with the customers it's opening doors and all the conversations starts with easy content in many cases ah, okay yeah so and probably you know when you use vanilla drupal right it's just few mod you'll have to upgrade all modules and maintain all the modules when you use easy content on the other hand you know it's managed and backed up by the team who actually upgrades and maintains it yeah uh, i mean that's a super important point and um uh one thing that we try to help with at platform sh is that exactly that um upgrade path so um and in easy content case it's not just the upgrade of uh drupal which is already you know a big enough composer json file that you know you kind of like start getting gray hairs looking at it right but then you've got in the in the separate project the middle where you've got npm install and that downloads the other half of the internet before it gets set up right <laughs> so uh you benefit from all of these updates um when you stay tied to the upstream from srijan's uh distribution of easy content and just to complete the advertisement for platform sh if you use our source operations feature you can automate the pulling in of the newest version and putting that onto a test branch so that you can see that the updates work on a copy of your system and you can automate all of that because that's also roi right vinay that's you know any it's not just the marketers who are expensive and their time's precious it's all like your your development team their time is expensive and precious too and like automating the upgrades and getting you know expert help upstream from that is also a great value well hey with that incredible advertisement <laughs> I think we can probably call it a show. Thank you so much Kamal Vinay Ishan for coming on talking about easy content. Uh I have a much better understanding of everything that it's good for and what it can do and I'm more excited than I was before uh that we're working together on bringing that to the market uh with you. And um thank you everybody for watching. uh if you are catching the show after the fact then reach out to us on social media and ask any questions that you have uh and see you next week when it will once again be the best day of the week to deploy all that code you're working on deploy friday thank you very much till then thanks for work thank you bye bye yeah great show thank you bye